You're listening to AV Marketing, a podcast that curates stories and perspectives on how B2B and professional services firms use audio and video in their marketing. I'm your host, John Tyerman. Hey gang, welcome to AV Marketing. I'm your host, John Tyerman, and we've got an awesome episode for you today. We're going to explore the benefits of podcasting for business. You see other companies doing them. The thought of launching your own podcast has probably crossed your mind once or twice. I mean, imagine having a channel to reach your buyers while they drive, while they exercise, while they walk their dog, do house chores. I mean, what's not to love, right? But then you start to wonder, how long will it take to build the podcast? What kind of impact will it have on the business? What's the ROI? Fret not, my friends. The grass is greener on the other side. I caught up with a few of my colleagues who have experience with podcasting to get their perspective on how a podcast has impacted their business. So you'll hear perspectives from C-suite executives, from director, VP level folks about how podcasting has impacted networking, sales, HR, marketing, and even their own personal growth. Now, the key with a podcast is to position it the right way. The premise is very important for your show, not only to educate your buyers, but also to entertain them. People tune into podcasts mostly to be entertained. There are some who tune into podcasts to learn, but mostly to be entertained. Um, But hopefully this podcast episode will give you a vision of how your own podcast could impact your business in ways maybe you're not thinking of right now. But before we dive in, This podcast is brought to you by Red Cedar Marketing. We help agencies, B2B, and professional services firms differentiate their marketing strategies with podcast media. Whether you need a guide to teach you how to launch your own podcast or you need a fully outsourced podcast partner, check out redcedarmarketing.com, shoot me an email, john at redcedarmarketing.com, or connect with me on LinkedIn. All right, first let's start with the sales benefits of podcasting for business. In 21 and 22, I hosted a podcast called Digital Marketing Troop, which was a business podcast for Silverback Strategies, a digital marketing agency based in Washington, D.C. I worked closely with Allison Cochran, the chief revenue officer at Silverback, to generate demand and leads for the agency. Recently, I caught up with Allison and we talked about the benefits she saw as a result of the podcast. Here's AC. John, you made me a believer. I, you know, I've, I've listened to podcasts big fan of Only Murders in the Building, um, which is obviously not not your typical podcast, but makes makes fun of, uh, or makes light of, of the industry. Um, there were a lot, and a lot more than I anticipated before, uh, as we were embarking on the digital marketing troop journey together, um, in no particular order. One that, that as a, a salesperson by training and uh you know, I, I will be a salesperson until I die. Sales enablement really comes up first. Um, our podcast was was really snackable by design, um, as I know this one is as well. And we streamlined production. We, we were scrappy when we started. We started by recording conversations with our subject matter experts in our core service departments. Um, short episodes, 10, 15 minutes tops that... Uh, had the promise of having clear topics and takeaways for the listeners. Um, and I think we really delivered on that. Um, those snackable assets, you know, the editorial calendar was showcasing the unique skill sets of our team and the tremendous results they were driving for our clients in various categories. Um, and we were able to build outreach messaging and marketing nurture drip campaigns around that. So I, I think I underestimated the real value of a podcast to be both in its 
its core form as a podcast, as well as the slice and dice version to fuel sales enablement. Um, that was a significant portion of, of the value. All right. So you heard Allison talk about how she used podcast content to enable sales conversations. Now, she isn't alone in using podcast content for sales enablement. In fact, that's one of the key benefits of podcasting for business. In fact, I interviewed Aaron Weike, co-founder and CEO at Leadferno, which is a conversion platform aimed to help businesses turn more web visitors into leads. They use floating call to actions, and you can actually text with a business, um, and that's a conversion option. So that's his, his whole platform is, uh, works really well for service-based companies, both consumer services and professional services. Now, Aaron is the host of two podcasts, The SaaS Venture, um, which he talks about his journey um, as a founder of a SaaS company, and then Conversion Cast, which is focused on the conversion element of marketing. And here's what Aaron had to say about Conversion Cast and its impact on the business only three months in. Um, and then I look at it allows me to build a library that when I'm talking with customers, they're like, oh, you know, there isn't anyone I talk to that doesn't say, oh, we need to drive more traffic. Yeah, we'd like to get better at this. And this just kind of gives me, and I, I've already figured this out from Leadferno and having, you know, 20 videos on our YouTube channels of specific features. And then we have 60, 70 blog posts where when I'm talking to a customer and they say certain things, I can say to them, oh, here's two or three things to check out to watch or read or whatever else that based on what you're saying, I think would be of help and give you some strategy and some tactics to help you in this area. So this is giving me that same library um, within digital marketing that if I'm talking to someone like, oh, you care a lot about content distribution, I actually just recorded an episode with a fantastic expert. Go listen to this podcast. I'll send you the link right now. And you'll definitely pick out some things that you can try or start to put in motion um, or research a little bit further to see if it's a fit for you. So I think all of those things, it just makes so much sense within all of uh, those angles um, to do that and then to directly be doing it with people that, are, again, are either my customer or people who could become my customer if I build the relationship the right way, build trust with them, enlighten them, prove to be a good resource and that they want to seek out the other resources that I'm in charge of or responsible for. Okay, so you heard Allison talk about the sales enablement benefits of a podcast. You, you heard Aaron talk about the sales enablement benefits of a podcast. So now we're going to shift gears a little bit, and we're going to focus on a different kind of benefit to the podcast, uh, deposits into client relationships. So in when I hosted the Digital Marketing Troop in 2021 and 22. It, we started out the podcast interviewing internal subject matter experts within Silverback. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to humanize the brand. We wanted to showcase the experts, the internal experts, to show what it would be like to work with the team who's very smart, who um, are very technical-oriented. Um, and so it, talking about the subject matter from our technical experts' point of view was a little bit easier than writing a blog post, per se. So that was a way for us to generate, to source, to extract expertise and then package it up into marketing content. Well, the show evolved over time. After we were interviewing employees, what we did is we shifted gears and started interviewing clients. And what happened was we, I moderated in interviews between the account manager and the client and then that really showcased the working relationship between the client and our team. 
And it was a great source of sales enablement content, but it also deepened the relationship with our existing clients. It gave them a platform um, for visibility and credibility to their peers. So here's Allison talking about the impact of a podcast on strengthening client relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Deposits in our, our client relationships, I would put, uh, they're right at the top of one of the benefits of, of launching our podcast. Um, you know, we are only lucky enough to do what we do at Silverback because our clients entrust us with, with their digital marketing programs and their budgets uh, to be good stewards of it. So the True Podcast presented a venue for us to both showcase the success stories and our expertise, subject matter expertise, um, but also provide a platform for our clients to showcase their business highlight some upcoming initiatives. And I think most importantly for clients, it gave them a a platform to really establish personal credibility to their peers, which frankly was the audience of Digital Marketing Troop. So um, I would have loved to expand on that last part. And um, we didn't get there with the Troop podcast, but to include more panel discussion, uh, conversations either by industry or by goal um, objective the marketer was looking to achieve to generate a more meaningful debate around the biggest challenges facing marketers. We didn't quite get there, but but yeah, this uh, the deposits in those client relationships were immeasurable, but definitely valuable. All right. So there you heard Allison talking about the benefits of podcasting on deepening client relationships, on deepening client engagements. But Not all podcasts need to focus on your ideal buyers. There are other important players, too, in the working relationships that you have. Aaron Weike's first podcast, The SaaS Venture, he launched in 2019, was really a passion project where he documented his journey with a co-host. Now, his audience is more of a peer community of other SaaS founders, but this podcast gave him a way to build deeper relationships with that community that in turn supported his business. Here's Aaron talking about the impact that SaaS Venture had on his business. For SaaS Venture, I would say the benefits are just primarily personal and selfish. Like um, it has helped me organize my thoughts. It's helped me talk out loud and then sometimes listen back to them. It you know helped me, especially in the co-host format, get someone else's opinion or see what questions they have um, when they're asking about it. It's allowed me reflection points where, especially as a founder, nothing can ever move fast enough, um, quick enough, all those kind of things. But then sometimes when I go and put together, here's what I want to talk about in that podcast and we haven't recorded for six weeks or eight weeks. And then I put it down on paper and I'm going to talk about it. Then I'm like, oh, you are being a little too expectant here. There's actually a lot of meat here and that's pretty significant. And so it like brings my perspective back to maybe being a little bit more uh, grateful, appreciative, those kind of things instead of, no, nothing's good enough. We're not moving fast enough, not closing enough deals, right? All, all those kind of things. So it's selfishly just been really, you know, all to my uh, benefit from what's there. The fun part is, is when I, I hear from um, others uh, that they listened to it and what was helpful. Uh, they reached out for different um, reasons. Um, during the first year of the podcast, which I didn't see coming, 
actually sold the company that uh, I was a partner and and the CEO of at the time. So we recorded episodes on what it was like to exit the company um, and what went into the whole process of, you know, the initial discussions and LOI, the due diligence, closing, structure of the deal, all that kind of stuff. And I've had, you know, at least a dozen founders reach out to me. It's like, hey, because you've talked about this and whatever else, it gave me insight. I also have a few more questions for you because I'm thinking about this or possibly going into this. So it's always great when I talk to people that listen, that get pieces out of this, because I'm the same way. I consume a ton of podcast content. uh, And if anything, I wish there was more out there. When I was going to sell the business, I could not find podcast episodes where people were talking about selling a business that was our size. What should we consider? What matters? What to watch out for? All of that kind of stuff. I, I was in the mode of like, let me consume whatever I can find to be smarter in this process. And I couldn't find it. So I, I still, there's probably at least five or six different SaaS podcasts that I listen to where when I check my podcast feed, I'm like, oh, why don't they have a new episode out? Like I'm looking forward to listening and hearing what they're going through. What can I learn from them? All, all of those elements. So that's another great benefit of having a podcast um, for your business is you can create the content that you wish you could consume. And um, so that was a very interesting benefit that Aaron uh, just explained right there. Now, we talked about the sales enablement benefits of of a podcast. We talked about the peer networking benefits. Aaron hinted at some personal growth benefits that a podcast could have. But one benefit that you might not think about is the impact that a podcast can have on your employer brand and employee engagement. When we first started the Digital Marketing Troop podcast, we interviewed those internal subject matter experts on the show, like I mentioned earlier. But what we didn't anticipate was how that would impact our employer brand. So here's Allison Cochran again speaking to the employer branding benefits of the podcast. Another one, another probably atypical one that people don't think of, employer brand and recruitment. Um, You may recall we had several candidates... um, when we were, you know, maybe 30 episodes in, getting getting our, our, our groove going with the podcast, um, we would regularly have candidates that would reference, do one of two things in the hiring process. They would reference the podcast as, I found you guys through this. Um, and I really liked how you positioned digital marketing and how you sounded, how you, your, your, your take. Um, and one thing I remember hearing from several candidates was, well, they didn't maybe didn't find us through the podcast, but they really liked how we simplified the complex and we made these typically complex digital marketing topics and and strategies digestible for the everyman. Um, and that's that's core to our our culture here at Silverback, but I think is is helpful in the broader digital marketing industry. That's oftentimes just far too complex than it really needs to be. A couple other benefits that. Um, I saw one is again less on the measurable side uh, from a revenue marketing perspective, but certainly on that employer connected to the employer brand was employee morale and engagement. You probably recall this as the the head of our podcast at the time. Um, our staff really enjoyed being on the podcast, being showcased. Uh, you can't put a price on having a really engaged employee base, um, particularly as we were we launched this throughout COVID. You know, it wasn't early COVID, but it was it was mid-COVID and 
employee engagement was was and still is very critical. So you can't put a price on that. And we had a backlog, I recall, of team members looking to lend their voice and their expertise to the Troop Podcast. Um, and it allowed them to advance their personal brands. Uh, they could showcase you know, their expertise and the little audiograms we were slicing and dicing out of the uh, episodes, um, which kind of led to their growth of the personal brand and then Silverback's growth by connection, which was pretty cool. And last but certainly not least, I mean, this is a this is rich coming from me because you tout this in your marketing for Red Cedar <laughs> all the time. But um, preaching to the choir, at risk of preaching to the choir, the the podcast was really a foundational element of our editorial program. Um, we developed content themes that you know you'll recall that we mapped internal SMEs to those themes, success stories, um, prioritized the, the themes based on, you know, whether it was seasonality or, or a specific uh, product or sales push or, or change in the industry. Um, and the podcast was often the starting point for bringing those themes to life. So we, we recorded uh, a meaningful conversation. We then sliced it and diced it into different content, fo- content formats like uh, transcript field blogs, um, email nurture cadences, uh, audiograms, as we talked about earlier. So full episodes being highlighted in sales messaging. It really, the, the podcast spread the love through the organization on the marketing and sales enablement side in a big way. All right. You heard Allison speak about the HR benefits of a podcast, but then she also mentioned the different ways that we sliced and diced the podcast content and really spread the love across the organization. So this is a clear marketing benefit of a podcast, and I think it's a pretty easy one to see, especially out there today where podcast content is constantly being sliced and diced, and it's, it's effective. It works. That's why people are doing it. Um, but another marketing benefit of a podcast is the binge-worthiness of the content in podcast format. So I'll, I'll let Kelly Waffle explain this. Uh, he does it a little bit better. In 2019 and 2020, I co-hosted a podcast called The Visible Expert with Kelly Waffle. And recently I caught up with him and he shared some of his thoughts on the benefits of podcasting to a business. Here's Kelly. I was a little bit of a, a latecomer to the, the world of Netflix and binge watching. But I, I'm telling you, once I got into it, it was you know, my wife and I would be like, okay, it's time to go to bed. Well, let's stay up for one more hour and watch, you know, one more episode. And Well, Netflix makes you know? it easy, too, because they roll right into the next yeah. episode, right? But I, I think yeah, people I, have that with podcasts, too. I know they do, like, on a lot of these murder ones and these crime ones. But also, you know, people are hungry for information about how they can make their business better. You know, what can they do more effectively and more efficiently? What's working? You know, if you can save them a lot of headache and time and say, okay, don't go down this path and don't do this, and I personally learned from this not to do this, uh, people love that. They value that. So, yeah, they're they're waiting for the next week. Oh, next Tuesday, the podcast is going to come out again. So don't sell that short. I mean, once you can build up that level of content and interest and value, uh, take advantage of it. All right, so there's Kelly talking about the binge worthiness of a podcast and how it's easy to consume one after another after another if you find a buyer in the right state of mind with enough time to consume your podcast content, having it all available for them can be a major benefit. All right, so publishing new content is good, but don't neglect re-promoting your existing content. 
Here's Kelly Waffle on how hard it is to reach ideal buyers and the importance of putting your podcast content into a rotation. People will put together an email blast and send it out and then, oh, I didn't get a great response. Well, you know, how many people actually open up your email? And then from there, how many people actually clicked on the button to take that next step, that call to action? So, And how many emails are you competing with that with in their inbox? Right. But just, you know, all of that stuff, you know, goes back to the point we made earlier, like with the podcast is you don't just produce it and just put it out there and that's it. You have to continually um, put it into a rotation because, you know, all this data that they give you about the best time to post things on LinkedIn and the best time, that stuff is always fluid and always changing. So, you know, you know, are you going to be able to hit someone when they get home from work? You know, do you get somebody first thing in the morning before they go to work? Do you get someone at lunchtime? You know, you know sometimes you're going to best reach them through uh, the written word. Sometimes it's best through audio. So, uh, you know, video, whatever it is. So there, there's so many different aspects to this. It's, it's, it's really, it, it does take a lot of planning and strategy. To me, it's about memorability. So, um, you know, you can put across your point, obviously, in the written word. But when you're, when you're talking to people, you can use tone and inflection. You can weave in some emotion. You know, you can do a, a bunch of different things. But also you can, you know, have that little nugget, that little factoid or something that you you kind of highlight there. And that's what people remember, you know, like if they're listening to it in the car and then they're walking into the building, they're like, oh, you know, I never had heard about that before. And, and then they remember that the rest of the day. So I know I'm sure I annoyed some of my colleagues at Hinge when I would come in in the morning and tell them about the podcast episodes I listened to on the way in. Um, but Kelly's final point about memorability is a great example of how a podcast can humanize your brand in a way that you can't really get with text-based media. Um, you can use tone and inflection. Um, you can weave in some emotion, like Kelly said. So I think that was a, a really great point. Um, it's a benefit that doesn't really you don't really see on the balance sheet as much, but it definitely has an impact on the brand. All right, so here are some other benefits that our guests didn't mention that you might find valuable. A podcast can be a source of qualitative market research. So if you are interviewing, uh, let's say they're your ideal customer profile, let's say you're interviewing your clients, you're interviewing prospects who would be good leads, then the information that you can get from those prospects is valuable. It can help you sharpen your messaging on your website. It can help you identify new topics to create content around. Um, it's very valuable in that sense. A podcast can be used for internal training and development. So if you work at a larger company where you need to train your staff on certain ways, you could even launch an internal podcast that's focused on training for um, your staff. And so if people want to learn about how to do a certain thing, or maybe it's a process within your business, they can listen to a certain podcast episode. So that's another way to format your podcast to have a business impact. Similar to using a podcast for qualitative research, a podcast could be used as part of your sales process. So let's say that you reach out to 
a prospect and there's two offers that you could you could put in front of them you could give them the offer of a free consultation hop on a zoom meeting with me and let's talk about your business or you could say hey you look you look like you'd be a good fit for our podcast where we talk about um, people who are in a similar role as you and the challenges they face would you be open to a 30 minute podcast chat chances are that that prospect is going to rather pick the podcast conversation they would rather show up and record a podcast conversation than accept a sales call um, so those are two very different things in the prospect's mind but on one hand a podcast can really stand out in their mind when the time comes for when they're in the market for your product or service they're more likely going to remember the podcast conversation with you than the sales meeting they had with your competitor. And then finally, a podcast can be used as a vehicle for strategic partnerships. So let's say that there is a player in your industry that serves your market, but maybe they offer a different product or service. So their product or service is complementary to yours. Teaming up with them and doing a podcast interview with that person would be great because you'll get access to their audience when they share the podcast episode with their followers. They get access to your audience so that you can cross-pollinate leads and make referrals to each other. So that's another way that a podcast can help kind of grease the wheels for those strategic partnerships. All right, so if you made it this far, please check out our guests on LinkedIn, Allison Cochran from Silverback Strategies, Aaron Weike from Leadferno, and Kelly Waffle from CPA Crossings. Thank you all for tuning in. Please give the show a rating, give the show a review. It really helps the show grow. And happy podcasting.